You're listening to We, we, we the Aether Podcast with host Adam Evans, within and without. Welcome. How long you been there for? Um, like almost six months. Babe, have you been in here almost six months? Almost six months. It was supposed to be six weeks. So, you know. And is this because the other, the new place is being renovated? This is because we built a, a brand new home in a development. Mm-hmm. And so to make a long story short, the first contractor, cause you know, they build in Florida, they build like developments and communities. It's like 30 homes being built at once. So the first guy, the first contractor ended up just like doing a hack job on all these houses. So he, he got fired and then there was like two months of where nothing was done. Mm-hmm. And then a new guy came in and he was there for about three weeks and then he quit because he got a better opportunity somewhere else and probably didn't want to deal with it. And then um, now we're on the third contractor and he's been working for like the last two and a half months and he's been doing his best to get everything on track, but they still, I mean, we were just in the house and it's looking amazing, but it's like we got cabinet doors that, that need to be replaced because they were installed with like cracked edges um, like stupid, stupid things like, like detail work. That's just like, dude, why are you installing this? Like they just put the carpet in and there's like one space at the top of the stairs of the second floor where every time you step on it, it creaks. So I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah. In a brand new house too. Like, yeah. And, and dude, like, 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 um, like some finishes they, that look terrible. Um, you know, things not level. Like I, I was walking by a bathroom on the upstairs and they had just installed all the, um, all the soap trays in the, on the shower wall. And as I'm walking by, I look to the left and I instantly could tell it wasn't level, you know, it's like, <laughs> yeah, just a glancing at it. Yeah. Yeah. That's just crazy. a quick glance. And it's so hard to not get frustrated because, but I'm at the point now where I'm just, I'm just being ruthless with these people when I talk to them, my wife is on my case to be even more ruthless than I am being, but you know, it's, I want to move in. I want to, I want to. Yeah. And you, and you left your other place. Like you're, you know, you thought it would be a lot of more of a smoother transition. I'm sure I actually saw one store you did. You must've been visiting the new place and you did a quick little walk around and I kind of saw the, the outline of everything, but yeah, it obviously needed work still. Yeah. Well, the biggest problem for me is, you know, I, I, I have no gym, like my, my studio back home, it's in storage down here and I'm paying, I'm paying like $400 a month for that to store all my fitness equipment. And then I have three other storage units. So it's almost like a thousand dollars a month right now in storage. And it's, it's crazy. I got, yeah, I got my, I got my studio in, in storage. I have all my house belongings in two storage bins and then I had to rent a separate storage bin for my car because I don't want to leave it outside uh, my Camaro and I don't want to um, store it like an outside parking lot. I want it inside a garage. That was the whole point, you know? Uh-huh. So, and then it's like, I can't even drive, like I can't even drive my car. You know, I just did a beefy upgrade to it and it's awesome and it's fun to drive and I can't even drive it unless I want to basically spend the whole day going to get it and then, you know, clean it, then drive it for all day, then bring it back. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's nuts. What, what, yeah. So what do you foresee now that the house will be complete now that they got a new contractor who seems to be doing well, better, slightly better than the previous ones? 
they said we should be in by December, the week of like December 14th. So we're, we're on their ass. Like I'm emailing them every day and I'm like, I will not be in this Airbnb for Christmas. It's just not going to happen. So whatever they got to do to get done. So, I mean, they, they have a few houses that I think are closing on Monday. And so my, my hope is that as soon as those houses close, they take all of those people and bring them to my house to get things done faster. And that's another problem in Florida is there's just not enough contractors to get the work done. And there's no supervision of the contractors. They just kind of come in, do their thing. Like in, in the master bathroom, we, we have like some tile that was installed cracked on the wall. And I'm like, are you out of your freaking mind? And little things piss me off. Like, you know, um, door hinges, you know, the door hinges, the metal hinges. Yeah, yeah. There's literally a notch in the freaking wood to put the hinge in. And it's still not like some of the doors that the hinges are there, but there's like a lip because they didn't take the time to just knock it in. And it's like, hey, maybe that maybe some people wouldn't notice. Maybe some people wouldn't care. But to me, it's like, dude, an extra five seconds to, you know, and it just makes you wonder what else you don't see. Yeah, definitely. And yeah, yeah, like that stuff is like surface level things, right? You don't really see the stuff behind all the drywall and everything else. And I mean, I'm sure it's all fine. It, it, it seems like it's a quality control issue. Like people should at least just do a lap around. But I mean, if there's not enough contractors and it's, it seems like <laughs> it just seems like a big mess of a problem that should be resolved from the start before they even do the project. Like I know it gets like that here in Canada too, like in Toronto especially. It's like well, it's the same. It's the same company. It's Madame Homes. They they are oh. out of Toronto. Oh shit! Wow. Yeah. You've probably seen Madame Homes then, right? Yeah. Yeah. Probably. I mean, yeah. I I know a bunch of my buddies have similar. I haven't bought in a a pre-built house before. I always buy just the established ones, right? But I've heard yeah. like so many issues from people in that situation. Same type of thing. It's like it just keeps getting pushed, 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 and it's like they take on these jobs without really planning it out and then the contractors are flaky i'm a little shocked that, that they're actually a toronto company to be honest that's a little crazy but um yeah man yeah and on top of that um i mean we're probably lucky that there was no work done for two months because that was like our transition period of coming down here because there were quite a few things that i had to point out when the when it was like in frame when it was just just the frame no sheetrock and I'm glad that I was able to to see that and take photos and, and be like, Hey, what's what fix this, fix this, fix this. What's up with this? Like we had, we had one room that had a bench that wasn't even supposed to have a bench, like a seat. And it was supposed to be in a different room. And I'm like, what the hell is going on? Uh-huh. <laughs> like, did you, you saw the full floor plan and everything before. Oh, buying yeah. It, right? yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. You know, and then like one thing we're really pissed off about too is my daughter's room. You know, we, we picked her room specifically and then we assumed that she would have a, a certain amount of closet space. And then now all of a sudden, that's where the AC duct work is going. So it's like, why the hell, if you know that this is where the AC duct work goes, don't show us a friggin' layout where the room is a rectangle. Do you know what I mean? And, yeah. and show us the big chunk you're going to take out of it for the duct work. Yeah, like the so, closet space. Yeah. Yeah. That's nuts. That's actually a big, like, that's a big inconsistency i mean you think that a big chunk would be represented like represented on your actual uh floor plan yeah dude. i mean this, this all seems a little bit sketch to be honest like they should actually be paying you a little bit to compensate for your airbnb to i compensate mean, for your other shit or at least give you some free upgrades or something like that you know like are they offering anything at all we were able to get a few things changed we still had to pay for them but i mean they they never allow you to change 
anything like once you sign the dotted line, like it just uh-huh. doesn't happen. Um, but we were, we made a pretty big stink about it and we were able so like originally I was going to take like three rooms for my gym. Cause I wasn't sure if I'd be able to make the garage floor level with the house. But now that I can do that, um, there was a room that I had left carpet cause I wasn't going to pay for tile to, for, for that room if I was going to tear it apart, you know? So they allowed us to extend the tile into that room, which is, was actually a really big help. And then we were able to, um, we saw an upgrade for the kitchen for the, um, for the island where it's called like a waterfall effect where the granite goes straight and then down the sides. Oh, cool. Okay. And so they let us upgrade to that, which my, my right, my wife and I really wanted. So that worked out, but I mean, (laughs) we're paying for it anyways. We could have paid to have it done once we moved in, you know, three months ago. (laughs) Right. Yeah. Yeah. Using some of that storage money. Shit. That's nuts. So where are you moving your new studio gym then? Like, do you have something picked out already for that? It's going to be in my house. It's going to be... Oh, shit. You're putting the whole studio gym in the house. Wow. Yep. Okay. So the house has two garages, a two-stall on the left and a two-stall on the right. And so I'm taking the two-stall on the right and I'm combining it with the, with the adjacent room and now it's going to be my gym. Sweet. So how far was your drive previously to get to your studio gym? Probably like 15 minutes. That's not too bad. But now it's like just walk to the next garage, right? Yeah. And it's so much more than that because now um, instead of instead of having to pack and unpack and and all that if i get an idea i can just go and get it done yeah like 3 a.m anything yeah. right yeah and i can leave all of my stuff set up um even though i never had any issues with security at my last gym i just number i don't like leaving expensive cameras and things just are out and number two if by any chance I needed my cameras and stuff, if they were at the studio, I'd have to drive to the studio and get them, pack them up and then take them to wherever I was going. So it's like, I always had to have everything packed and unpacked. Yeah. And I had to take up a lot of time. And then by the, by the time you, it was getting to the point, but by the time I'd get to my studio, I just didn't want to film. I'd be like, all right, I want to go home now. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I I know, I know right. And then you just, and then you just start to feel trapped too. Like, it's like, okay, I'm here. All my stuff is out. You, you almost feel like I need to stay here all day and just maximize being here or else it's a waste of time to drive here for 10 minutes and then drive back home. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. So I'm going to be able to take all that stress and just like get rid of it. I'll yeah, and take all that energy and then focus it on just doing the creative work, just making the stuff, like making the videos and, and doing all that. Yeah, it's going to yeah, be Yeah, man. Because I always wanted to, I want to take advantage of live streaming. So like, I want to start live streaming, like, like quick, fun, like 15 minute workouts where I just like, all right, guys, it's Wednesday, 9am. Let's go. And yeah. just boom, 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 boom. All right. See you next Wednesday. And be able to do stuff like that, which I just, I couldn't do it before because if I had, like, if I had to have somebody come film me, now I'm taking up their entire morning, you know, where now I can just have my wife or daughter just come in the room for 15 minutes and then be out, be done. Yeah. yeah. So it's like, Although I'm sure eventually they're going to be like, no, I'm not doing that. For yeah, you. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. yeah. Yeah. They'll be like, you have tripods, you have all that. Go do it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I was, what I would like, what I'm going to do is I want to upgrade my phone to, um, uh, the new, Upgrade my phone to the new like XS and that way it has a better camera and better, like better everything. And then I have like one of those iPhone uh, tripod things like an Osmo. Okay. And then I'm going to be able to use that for the live and then, then just be done. Uh-huh. 
No, I think live is going to be huge, especially because then I think your YouTube, right? Doesn't it feature you on the live section of YouTube? So like it pushes you to the homepage and then you just get more subscribers and all that. Yeah, man. And no one really has the, the setup to do what I want to do. No, no one does. They do it in their gym. So it's going to work out really well for me. Uh Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And now, so how long were you at the previous gym? Like how long did you have to build your previous house and your previous studio? How long were you there for? Um, like five to six years. Okay. Yeah. About, about almost six years. No, it was six years. Cause my, my contract was every three years I renewed it. So yeah, six years. It actually worked out that my contract ended, um, in October. So I was able to move down here and then get settled down here. And then I flew back home in October. Um, and then I was able to, my godson had his first birthday. So I wanted to definitely be home for that. So I flew home had the godson's birthday, then my birthday. And then, um, I just packed up the studio with my buddies and then shipped it down here. And then me and two of my buddies drove my Camaro down. So it it, it all kind of worked out timing wise, except that the house was supposed to be done. And the plan was to drive the Camaro to the house and then have the studio shipped to the house and then just unload it right into the garage, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So, that would have been smooth though. That would have been, <laughs> that was the plan. I was like, this yeah, is going to yeah. be great. You know, life throws you curveballs, though, right? Uh, you know, it's really, it always ends up working out anyways. And it's just mm-hmm. a matter of just being patient and not getting too frustrated with that process along the way. And then it, it just gets sorted. You know, it's, <laughs> it, you're going to look back and just kind of laugh at it. I'm sure. Yeah, man. I mean, I know, I know we'll definitely look back and be like, yeah, that sucked, but at least now we're happy. So yeah, exactly. It's just a little blip. It's like a little speed bump, you know, like it's not a, not that big of a deal, but in the moment of it all happening, you're just like so frustrated having to deal with the bullshit. It's like, that's not even your job to have to go and look at houses and inspect the freaking houses. You know, you got other things to deal with. So yeah, I can well, understand. Yeah. Every time my wife and I go look at the house, it's like a 30 minute drive just to get there, you know? Yeah. And then we get a, and then we get a look and then we got to drive back. And it's like, you know, you wasted almost three to four hours in a day where you, I need to be home doing work or, or filming right. or, you know, I, I have to look a certain way. I need to be in the gym training. You know, that's, that's time I could have spent going for a run or, or doing some conditioning work. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. You've been doing more runs actually. Why is that? I mean, I used to run all the time and back home, like it just got to a point where I feel like I was starting to hold more body fat because I sit down all day and I'm editing all day. And then between, you know, all the back and forth I was doing and then trying to get ready for this move and, and all of that, it just, my body started, I feel like my metabolism just started to slow down a bit because I wasn't being as active. Mm-hmm. So now that we're in Florida, um, I mean, I'm still not eating a hundred percent the way I want to eat because of, you know. <laughs> yeah, like yeah. this is my like my stove is right here and, and that fridge is like broken like the trays are all like cracked in half and it's like i can't even <laughs> if i put chicken in a tupperware and put it in the bottom tray it just like folds down <laughs> so it's like we don't even want to cook here yeah. because no there's uh, there's no ventilation so if i'm cooking chicken i have to almost like open the door or else the whole house smells like smoke and chicken yeah like bacon's just not gonna happen there <laughs> no it, no it's not and and it's like yeah it might sound like i'm complaining but at the same time it's just it's not what i'm used to you know i've already i've already been at this stage in my life like right, yeah. shitty apartment and dealing with it and all that like 
as you start as you start to become more successful and progress, you don't want to go backwards. It almost feels like going backwards. I know, but it's it's not. But it's still it's kind of a, a an interesting humbling feeling, anyways, right? I mean, it, it must take you back and give you some sort of nostalgia. I mean, even looking at your kitchen right now, I remember I I used to have like a place like that, and I I know I was paying rent and this crazy shit. So it's like, yeah, man, I can understand. You go back to that, you're like, oh shit, what am I doing here now? <laughs> yeah. You know, it's true. And, and that's kind of how my, my wife and I feel. I mean, we're dealing with it and I guess it'll, I guess it'll make the house seem that much better. Oh once, yeah. Oh, once yeah. we move in, but it's like, <laughs> I'm not gonna, I, I haven't stopped like purchasing things that I, that I need or want. So like, like this house is just getting like even more cluttered because like I, I'm buying things for the new house and I'm putting them like in closets and like anywhere I can find the put stuff. And it's like I'm running out of space. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I co- I collect um I collect Dragon Ball Z pops, the Funko pops. Okay. And so like I already I've, since I've been here, I think like 15 of them have come out, and they're like they're like this big, you know. Uh-huh. So like they're all like in a box in my other closet, and it's like I'm running out of space for these things. <laughs> yeah, you're gonna have to get a storage just for your Dragon Ball stuff soon. <laughs> Seriously, and yeah. then you know, Black Friday was here, and I I bought a ton of stuff. Well, luckily my um my sister-in-law she lives in florida so i'm like i'm gonna store some stuff at your house like all my bsn supplements that i get every month i can't even have them come here because i have no place to put them they go i have them go to my sister-in-law's house because i get like five boxes that are like you know this friggin' wide uh-huh. of protein and 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 endo rush and all the stuff that i get and yeah. it's like i just go to her place and i just take like a few things at a time <laughs> and then once they're gone i go back and replenish <laughs> uh, uh, so uh, how long have you been with bsn now is it you, just you mentioning yeah. I've, been been, while, right? I've been with bsn for about nine years now wow that's crazy pretty much since i started youtube man like i signed with them when i had four thousand subscribers so Damn. nice yeah so your agreement with them is basically do you produce content for them i know you go to the trade shows and stuff it's like, it's like, so it's so random with me because I feel like they really have no way to track just how much I do. Uh-huh. I, have, I have a full store for BSN on my site. Um, I'm constantly answering comments on YouTube and Instagram, telling people, you know, what supplements I take and use. Right, whenever, right. I produce, whenever I produce a new program, I'm always pushing, you know, BSN supplements. Um, like for a lot of the other athletes, all they really have is like their Instagram, mm-hmm. you know? And so they're like, oh, you have to post, you know, three or four times a week or mention us as many times. And I also do that as well. Um, but at the same time, I'm like, I'm also, you know, posting and, and replying and answering. Because I don't, I don't know if you um, noticed on my Instagram, I don't post every day. I'll post like every two yeah, days. Yeah, I did notice that. Yeah, it's like every few days. It's kind of just casually, right? Whenever you really, whenever it's convenient for you. Yeah, and I've noticed that I actually, I'll actually get more engagement and likes if I, if I post every other day versus every day. Oh, yeah. Okay. I feel like I feel like with the stories, you can do stories every day, mm-hmm. and that might even just bring more people to your page. Um, but like, uh, I posted a photo of my wife and I on Thanksgiving, and I checked it the day after Thanksgiving, and it had like fifty two hundred likes. And then I checked it last night, and it had another thousand likes. Hmm. And you would not really, you wouldn't think that if it's already been a day, why would it get more? right? Yeah. Yeah. And it, it got another thousand over a course of another 24 hours. And I think I may have done some like stories, but that's about it. And so it's like, I got to a point when Instagram, where I felt like I was, I was killing myself trying to take a new photo every day. 
Yeah. You know? Yeah. And then, and then here, like there's really no place to take photos. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know? So you got to uh, be really creative. Like where are you going to go to do this damn thing? And it becomes a whole project just to make that damn post. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. And in the new house, like inside the house, outside the house, I'll have the gym right there. I can, I can take photos all day long, you know? Yeah. yeah. Even like fashion, my wife is like, you should post more fashion photos. And it's like, I would love to, I would love to, but I, I just, I don't want to, all my stuff is in storage. Like I, me and my, my wife has like the same, she's going to kill me. She has like the same three dresses she's been wearing, you know, yeah. <laughs> like yeah. three nice dresses, you know, for the last six months. And I have like the same three nice shirts that I've been wearing. And then I just been like using anime shirts the rest of the time. <laughs> yeah. maybe not now's not the time for the fashion post i was just about to say you'd have to go to that store to get your belt go to this other store to get your boots yeah your exactly yeah and then it's like i don't feel like i don't feel like dressing up right now no no i i don't imagine it also feels like fake right it feels like you're just doing it just to get that shot and it's like you know i have the same feeling with instagram and it's like i think i should be posting every day at least every other day but sometimes like three four days i look at it i'm like oh yeah, I got to do that. Okay, let me think about what the hell I'm going to do. Like, it seems like it's a little bit of a project to, to get around to posting something. And, and yeah. I, I even have the space to take the pictures. I just, I, and it's funny, you said when you go to the gym before, you just, you didn't feel like doing it. I get that feeling pretty often. Like, I don't want to make the content. It's like, just not in the mood, you know? And, and it, it often just has to do with everything that could be going around, like work and with you moving and everything. It's just like, to, to make that content seem genuine to people, is is probably really challenging i'd imagine yeah and i feel like sometimes if like if i don't do stories for a few days and then i'm in the gym doing another story it's like it's almost like more curious they haven't seen a bubble for my story for a while yeah they'll go in and they'll check it and it's not like my workout changes every week so sometimes i just feel like i'm i'm repeating the same workout you know so it, it's a combination of things but I, i feel like i have a pretty good i mean i'm growing consistently um, even though Instagram just deleted like, I don't know, like 170 million fake profiles, whatever they just did. Mm-hmm. I didn't really lose any. My engagement's still the same. So mm-hmm. I'm doing something right. Yeah. And I guess that's a, that's a big thing with Instagram too, is you, you feel like, um, you know, you, you get discouraged when you look at somebody's profile and you see all the likes they get and all the comments they get within the first like 10 minutes of posting. Uh-huh. And, then you, and then you start to realize the majority of his bots and fake. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. And even like, yeah, that's exactly it. Like my account too, I I get a little discouraged sometimes looking at it and I'm like, why isn't it growing quicker? You know, even if I am producing content on a daily basis, like why isn't this thing growing very quick? And uh, yeah, it's, I feel like these platforms, actually, I feel like Instagram is poised to, to have like a takeover, like something else is going to come out and I think it's going to grab up a lot of like, I don't know if you heard of Vero, um, it came out for a little bit. It was like this little tiny app. It didn't do that well, but I feel like something else is going to come out, take away a ton of market share from Instagram and, and hopefully hold it. Like I hope basically in order for that to succeed, they, they should not sell off to Instagram and Facebook. Like if anything comes out, they should just stand alone and don't sell off and, and it should do okay. Well, and that's the thing too, is a lot of these companies, I feel like they, they almost make their brand similar so that they can sell it. And yeah. just get, get, get some quick money, which, Hey, sounds great. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. 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 But I don't know if there's any like long game in that. It, it just feels like I'm, I'm getting a little sick of using Instagram every day and I, I would just like to hop on something a little bit different. Um, but you know, we'll see when that comes out. Well, not being able to grow was a huge deal. And yeah. you know, like 
now, now it, like half the time when you use a hashtag, you're not even showing up in the hashtag. Mm-hmm. Like your photo's not even there. And you, you can look at a hashtag, doesn't even have that many photos. And then you look at it and there's been like four posts of the last like two days and yours isn't even there. And you're like, why isn't my photo showing up in this hashtag? Like YouTube and Instagram, man, they have so many, they change their algorithm and they do so many things all the time that they just kind of like, making it hotter and hotter to grow you know it's mm-hmm. kind of like youtube yeah. youtube is is crazy it's nothing like it used to be when i first started it's like you got to fight so hard just to get your your content out you know in front and as much as they want to say you know you can grow organically it, it's quickly becoming a pay-to-play type of deal where definitely you know yeah. they oh you're paying money for google ads and all these other things okay yeah we'll feature your content now right yeah I've noticed that too. And, I, and they don't outright say that stuff, right? But I've noticed even if I pump in like a few bucks, all of a sudden it does a little bit better now and it starts to catch a wave. It's like, that seems a little bit fishy to me, how they, how they have to require that you, and they make it, they present like it is, you can grow organically and stuff. But even YouTube, don't they make it now so it doesn't even get to all your subscribers? Like it, only a few of them see it? I mean, it's a little ridiculous that I, I have 2 million subscribers. I grow at about 30,000 a month, like, every month as, as long as I can remember and I'm still fighting for a hundred thousand views on a video. Yeah. And I noticed that about some of your videos too, a little while ago, I was like, I mean, your videos views are consistent, but it's like, what do you have to do to reach your full audience? And you think like, that's your audience. They subscribe to your content. And even like, I know they have to hit that notification bell, but that's kind of stupid on its own. The fact that it doesn't even, it doesn't even do that. I don't even think that, that that even still works and goes to every single person. Uh, yeah. You should just be subscribed. And then if you don't want to see someone's videos, then you unsubscribe. Why right. do you have to have a bell? Why do you have to have all these other stupid things? It doesn't make any sense to me. Yeah. Yeah. It's like if I, I don't subscribe to any channels whose videos I don't want to watch. That's just me. <laughs> yeah. It makes sense. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like, I don't want to see like, and their, their excuse is like, well, some people subscribe to like 200 channels. Okay. What's, if they want to subscribe to 200 channels, then that's fine. That's good for right. them. I subscribe to like maybe 10 to 15 channels of, of, of content that I actually will watch. And 14 out of 15 of them aren't even fitness related <laughs> because yeah. I don't, I just don't want to, I don't want to deal with it. I want to, I want to open my YouTube channel and see like anime and gaming stuff. <laughs> yeah. As well as I say, like you're in the fitness space. So it's like, you just don't want to have to look at that crap. And I've noticed like fitness, you've been around it for so long now, especially on YouTube, but it's become so saturated. Like everyone has a damn fitness channel now. Like it's crazy. Animal. And they're all growing too. Actually, uh, some of your buddies, uh, Anabolic Aliens, I think. Um, Mike, oh, yeah. They've grown like they've almost grown quite 500,000. Yeah. yeah that's when nuts. I met them, they had 500 subscribers. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I also think that YouTube um, will push newer channels at the, to the front as well, which is something that's also a, a lot of big YouTubers that have been around for a while, like myself. I've talked to a few. And they've said the same thing. They noticed the same thing where like these new channels are getting all these views and, you know, they're getting subscribers rapidly yet, you know, channels like mine, we're fighting to, just to get our, our own audience to see our stuff. And from a business standpoint, it makes sense. YouTube wants these people to get excited about YouTube. So they keep making content and, you know, more money comes in for them. It makes sense. But at the same time, they're lying and they're like, oh no, you know, you just tell them to click that bell and you'll be fine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and you'll be fine. Yeah. And with the sea of content that comes out every single day, you'll be fine. Yeah, yeah. We're not, we're not pushing newer channels. Just tell them to click that notification bell. What are you stupid? What's yeah. going on? Yeah. 
Yeah, that's actually surprisingly, I'm, I, I'm just a little shocked YouTube hasn't been taken over by something else over all these years. Um, well, I think other, I think other things have come out like Vevmo and all these other things have come out. Even, even Facebook was talking about monetizing videos, right, which yeah. they like, they did for a little bit and then nothing ever really came of it because like with Facebook, um, I think the biggest problem was, is other people were posting like, like you could, you could post my YouTube video on your Facebook and then monetize it and then make money from it. Cause there was mm -hmm. no, there was no real way to like, I guess for Facebook to figure out if that was happening. Uh -huh. So people were, were getting pissed about that. And, and that was a big problem for a while too, because I actually saw a few YouTube videos where, you know, you post a video on YouTube and then someone downloads it and then uploads it to their Facebook page. Because if you post an actual link on Facebook, you get asked for views. You have to upload the direct video to get any sort of views on a video. And then let's say that video goes viral on Facebook and it gets like 10 million views. And then your, your actual video on YouTube has like a hundred thousand or you know what I mean? Yeah. So it's like it went viral on Facebook, but you're not making any money because it was uploaded as a direct video on someone else's page. Yeah, and there's no way for you to like flag that and like get a copyright thing or anything, right? They don't have a process. Probably, yeah, and you, and you probably didn't even hear about it until it hit 10 million. And right. by then it's too late because why would they go on YouTube to watch the same video? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So it's like there's all these, these things that kind of go into it. Um, and I, I just think like in general, kids, they don't, they don't know Vevmo or they just like, they don't even go on Facebook. So yeah. it's like, that's know, true. I was about to say, who's going on Facebook nowadays. Anyways, like it's, it's a dead platform. My six year old nephew is like YouTube, YouTube, you know, yeah. it's all, it's, it's easy for them to say there's already so much content there. You know, a six year old kid isn't looking for another platform to watch videos. They're going to go where everybody else goes. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And, so, and where do you find that most of your, like the age range of most of your subscribers? Do you um, roughly like, what is it? Like 18 to 45. Okay. It, it peaks kind of in the middle, like 25 to 35, but like 18 to 45 is like the biggest. Okay. And then I, I have some obviously on the, on the tail ends of those as well, but it's that, it's that middle area. Okay. Okay. And, and for the most part, like, I can't remember, are you offering like training programs to, to people now or, or. Oh, yeah. Um, so on my website, which you helped me with, yeah, yeah, <laughs> with the yeah. refacing, yeah. uh, on the website, which looks badass, by the way, I still like this. I need to get you more content though. I need to like, uh, I'd like to do more on, uh, intermittent fasting specifically. Like I'll, I'll give you some articles and hopefully we get them up. Well, one of the, one of the coolest things that's going to be happening, um, is now that we're launching version 2.0 of the app, uh -huh. uh, which I think you're going to really like because it's very clean and, and it really matches the site. Like it's very white and bright. Okay. Actually it's, on that, just, just to quickly interject, can you send me when you get a chance, if you have like the actual install file, because so I can install it on mine and check it out before you yeah. launch it. You know what I mean? Just so I can oh, flip yeah. through and just see. Yeah. I'll send, you have an Android? Yeah, yeah, I have a few. So just like send me that APK file and then I'll install it and then take a look at it locally and then, yeah. Yeah, no, I'll send it to you once we're done here. Cool, cool. Um, so one of my biggest things moving forward is, you know, even talking about YouTube and, and just the utter bullshit that goes, that goes with it and trying to grow and being a new creator. So my dream has always been to create a platform where in the fitness space, as a, as, a, as a user, you can go there and find information that's going to help you reach your goal and you trust the information there. 
Um, and then on my, on my site, as of now, I have three programs. Um, I'm about to upload a fourth one. It's my, my full body program is going to be uploaded. It's already all filmed. Um, I'm just launching it with the app. So I'm waiting on the app cause I want to like, you know, take some screenshots of the app and show it in there and all that stuff. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, so I'm going to be launching my full body program with the launch of the app. So you'll definitely see it within the next, you know, couple weeks. Um, but I also have some programs hosted on my site from other YouTubers as well. And so what I would like to do moving forward is start to continue to collect content from other YouTubers or creators or maybe people that are really smart, but they just don't know how to do social media and they have amazing training programs. I want to start cultivating these people and showing them how to, how to maximize their presence online. And then with, with me being one of the only I feel like I'm the only person who has a site or app like this. Yeah, I think so too. Yeah. The only other sites or apps like mine are, are big companies like bodybuilding.com. Like, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? So for example, like if you sent me an article, right? If that article gets uploaded to my app and as soon as it gets uploaded, a hundred thousand people get a ping notification to check out this article on intermittent fasting, then that's a hundred thousand views on your article. And what I do for every single video I post on YouTube, I have an, um, an article version of it. So if I post an article on my, web, on my website, and it obviously goes on the app as well, I get my YouTube video at the very top. So the user now has the opportunity to go directly to the article and watch the video. And maybe they watch the video once, and then if they want a refresher, they go back to it and they can just kind of sc scroll through the article and, and look at like the words and the, and the photos. Do you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So now you're getting views on your YouTube video and I don't have to worry about YouTube sending a freaking push notification because I can send my own with my app. Right. Yeah. And it's like, and it's going to be just like one of those things where as the app continues to grow and people become more engaged with the content, they're not going to delete the app if I'm not spamming them. And if they know the content is good, then they're going to be happy to get a push notification that there's a new article or, or a new recipe or a new program that they can now focus on. And on top of that, as you know, my site and the app has um, a whole social media aspect to it as well, where, you know, you have a board, which is kind of like your wall on Facebook. You can upload photos, you can friend request people, you can engage in the forums. So it's almost like, you know, an all in one Facebook, but for fitness, Mm -hmm. which is kind of mm -hmm. what I tell people to give them an idea of exactly what it is. And it's going to allow you to, you, I mean, obviously there's, and there's two versions of the app. Well, there's one version, but there's two memberships. There's a gold membership and a platinum gold membership gives you access to basically everything aside from the full programs. You still get to see some of the workouts in the programs so you can see what they're like. But if you want to do the entire program, you have to be platinum and it's $7 and 99 cents a month. You know, mm -hmm. it's almost like mm -hmm. its own on demand type platform and people love it because they get so much information for such little money. And, you know, instead of hiring a full-time trainer, you can literally go on the website or the app and you can pay eight bucks a month, have access to over like 500, you know, one-off routine and exercise demonstrations. Um, we got six programs right now. We're adding new programs all the time. I could add 10 programs this month. Not that's going to happen. I don't have 10 people, but if I added 10 programs, 10 new programs this month, you're still paying eight bucks a month. So it's like, it's a huge, it's a huge opportunity for me to, to get like-minded individuals and get their content seen and have it benefit them as well as myself. I feel like I'm at a point in my life where 
my, I have such a vast knowledge of not only how the fitness space works online and via YouTube, but you know, if you go on, if you go on the website and you check out my buddy, Brian DaCosta, we put like a power building program. Mm -hmm. We filmed that program in like literally a day. And it, it's a big program, but it's just because I, when he came to see me, it took us obviously longer to like plan out the program and write it all down. But once we had all the exercises and things figured out, you know, I was like, all right, Brian, I'm just going to tell you where to stand and what to, and then you're just going to do the each exercise. So let's go. And yeah. I just like, I would just keep moving the camera and I'm like, go, 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 go. And we just like yeah. bang out this like 70 exercises in a day. And then we just edited it all together over the next few days. It was crazy. That's so crazy. Cause then like, yeah, you have this like full on program that people can consume for, for freaking forever. Right. Like that's pretty amazing that you just get it all done like that. Yeah. And yeah. And what's so great too is because I'm in charge, all the programs have a similar structure. So like, the the workouts themselves are obviously different, but like the PDF downloads, the Excel downloads, the calendar downloads, they all follow the same structure so that no matter what program you're doing, although the sets and reps and, and structure might change, the actual documentation is familiar. So you're not like getting lost. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's super important too. Yeah. So that when you go from like different trainer to different trainer, there's just some consistency there. That is pretty cool that you're going to have, I, I, can, I can even visualize it the way you're describing it, just having all these huge mass amounts of trainers just offering up content. And it, it is at a good timing just because like what we just talked about with YouTube and Instagram, like limiting people's reach and all this garbage. It's like they want a niche outlet for the fitness stuff. And it's like, because YouTube and Instagram are so cluttered with everything else, it's hard to slot into a niche and then do well within it. So I think a standalone platform is, is where it's where it's at right now. And I think that's where it's going to go. Yeah. And, and I'm not greedy either. So like any article recipe or program, or even if you're posting in my forums, every single place that has your footprint there has links to your Instagram, your Twitter, your YouTube, um, you know, and your Facebook, as well as your website, like right there. So every article, as you know, at the very bottom, it says about the author and it's boom, here's mm -hmm. Adam, here's all of his social media, here's his website. Yeah. If, you're, if you're spending your time posting in my forums, helping people, I want those people to then be able to contact you if they want you to help them further. So like if you're helping people in the forums and they reach out to you and they want to do a consultation with you or train with you, I'm not going to touch that. I'm not going to touch that money. Like that's what that platform is for. And what, as I start to get people to see that if they utilize my platform as this, the same way they would like an Instagram or a Facebook as a, as a marketing opportunity for themselves, then that's when I'm, I'm going to start to get a lot more people reaching out even to me to have their content hosted because they see the benefits of it. Yeah. Yeah. And then maybe even down the road, I mean, if you wanted to monetize, you could start charging people because you just have a, such an overwhelming amount of requests, people coming in with content, you could eventually start charging to feature them, stuff like that. Well, what I would like to do is eventually have it set up. Um, once I'm fully established here, you know, I'm going to start kind of exploring more and finding gyms that'll let me come in and, you know, I, I could charge a set fee and have somebody fly out here and then basically build their programs for them. Okay. Yeah. I would need them here for them to film, but you know, and kind of start to start, start to bring the knowledge base that I have to the table and be like, Hey, we're going to put your program on my site. Um, this is what it's going to cost to do it. 
you know, obviously there'll be an ROI for them as well. Um, but it's like, boom, I will do everything for you. We'll get your program on here because I also have an affiliate program on my website too. I think I told you about that before, you know, I can get them signed up as an affiliate and as they're driving traffic to their program on my site, if people sign up for platinum, you know, they're, they're getting a piece of that pie as well. And even, even if, and the coolest thing about my website too, for people is even if you're driving traffic to my site, even if they don't do your stuff, if they're using your affiliate code and they're signing up, you're still getting a piece of that. So even if they're using my program, if you sent them there, you still get credit for it. Mm-hmm. You know, or if you're a trainer and you have, and you want your client to be able to see all this information, because my, my app also has um, a meal plan app as well built within it. You know, it's like my fitness pal on steroids. It's an amazing fitness uh, meal tracking app. Yeah, yeah. I just want them to use the meal tracking app and then be able to access the exercise database for form demonstration on exercises, which by the way, I get emails all the time from trainers, you know, that find me on Instagram. They're like, oh my God, I used to send all my clients like just links to all your how-to videos whenever I would make a program for them. Yeah. I love that, you know? Yeah. Now they can just send them a link to the, to the app and be like, all right, go to the exercise section and search for this video, this video, this video, this video, and that's how you do the exercise. Yeah, I've sent people to your videos too. Like people message me like how to do something. I'm like, I don't have any content on this, man. Like go, go to Scott's video. He's got it right there. <laughs> yeah, it works out. It works out. Yeah, and so- it's worked so well. And uh, it's you were mentioning actually going to local gyms. It'd be really cool if you did like live stream seminars at local gyms, either for your YouTube or for your website. And you actually just dropped it right on your website, like the live stream video. I think that sounds pretty cool. Like, you know. Yeah. And there's a few, there's a few gyms I've already started to establish a relationship with that I could probably do that. But I mean, I love being a YouTube creator, but I want to get to the point to where maybe I'm creating one or two videos a week. I still edit my own videos right now because I'm trying to find somebody local that'll do a good job. But I want to get to a point to where I, I film a couple videos, my editing guy films them, edits them, and then I can start focusing more on like the outreach of doing in-person things or, or building out the brand or, 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 or cultivating other talent. More like a spokesperson for the brand that you've established, right? Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. All right, cool. Uh, well, one more question for you is, so why did you move down to Florida? Like what was the main deciding factor on that? Um, well, the wife got sick of the cold. My wife is Brazilian. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember seeing you shoveling snow and I was like, yeah, you know, at least I was there with you, but now you're, you don't have to deal with it. So <laughs> I'm on my own with this. <laughs> I mean, and I was getting sick of the snow too, because if I had to go film in the studio and I had to first wake up and plow for two hours just to get out of my driveway, yeah, yeah. you don't want to do anything after that. Like, let's be real. And then to be, it's almost like the, the whole, the whole area just gets lazy as soon as it gets cold. Yeah. Energy affects you. It really does. Especially when you work from home, it's just like you start to get, um, uh, they call it like seasonal depression where you're just like in gloom all day and in your home all day. And you just start to like get, you start to lose energy and your creativity goes down and, so there was a lot of like personal reasons for myself just in terms of time management. And then as soon as winter would hit all the work I'd have to do outside took away from things I had to do inside. And then being cloudy and muggy and cold was just, I wasn't being as active. Like I felt like I would be like in really great shape up until like October. And then all of a sudden it get cold. I couldn't, I can't run outside anymore. Yeah. You know, if I want to do any cardio, I'd have to go to the gym where during the summertime I just open the door and run down the street so my, my fitness level itself, I feel like would just start to kind of go down in the winter time. And because I work from home before it didn't matter. Cause I, when I worked in a gym, I would just 
I would just stay in the gym. If I worked from, you know, nine to six, I would just stay for another two hours and work out and then go home. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I'm saying? So it's yeah. like all these things kind of go get into it. Just because you work from home doesn't mean it's like, like a lot of my family's like, you work from home, you have all this extra time. It's like, not really. Cause when you work from home, you got to really kind of have to kick yourself in the ass to get things done. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Yeah. No, I've, I've been working from home for like 15, uh, more than that, 18 years now. Yeah. It's exactly like that. I mean, although I have a lot of like colleagues that just constantly bombard me with messages. Like, I don't think I could take time off because I just get swarmed with requests of different stuff. Oh yeah. Definitely. Like it's not as easy as people think it is when you're working from home. Like when you get up and go out, at least you leave your house. You're like, now I'm in that mode where I'm like about to do work. I'm moving, I'm active. I'm this and that. But then like sitting at home sometimes. And it's like, even for you and you'll have to sit in front of a computer for so long, you get sedentary for like five hours and then energy just drops. And then it's like, now I got to go film, work out, train and seem enthused about it. So it's like, just not feeling it. Like I, I personally don't feel it now. And especially with the winter, I have to go train today. My garage gym is freezing. So I have to warm it up for the first like 30, 40 minutes. Before oh I- yeah. Like it's not fun. Yeah. Yeah. Now, now in my new home gym, I can just open the garage door and I, yeah, just- that's amazing. But- <laughs> that's amazing. Except all your random like hurricane weather down there. That's freaking. Uh, I'm in a, I'm in a good space. I'll be all right. Yeah. Yeah. It, where, where's like the bad areas? Is it right on the shoreline and stuff? Yeah, like it's uh, mostly like the shore. We're more like central Florida. So okay. anything that comes in, it's going to, it's going to have to be really powerful to like really come in and hit us. Okay. Yeah. That's good. Cause yeah, I was talking with, uh, with my wife about it and she was like, well, how's Scott doing? Cause we keep seeing these news things pop up about hurricanes. And we're like, I don't know where you're located exactly. So I'm like, I don't know if you're in the shit or if you're just outside of it, but I'm like, I'm like in a perfect spot where I might be able to see some like dark clouds, but it's not affecting me. <laughs> That's good. Yeah. I saw one picture of you working on your car to just like started raining out of nowhere. Dude, I was like- so pissed. I was, all I was doing was changing the SS emblems on the fender and I had it off and I was just about putting the last screw on and I had to like reach my hand all the way underneath the friggin the, the fender wall to get to the screw. My hands like this. I'm just trying to finish this little screw and it started raining and I'm trying to hold the umbrella because I didn't want to get soaked because then I had to get back in my car. It was fun. <laughs> yeah, well, it made for a great post. <laughs> I thought it, looked, I thought I, it was I an awesome laugh. photo. Yeah, it was. It was. You know, it people made like, me feel happy for you know, that brief moment. <laughs> people like, you're going to get electrocuted. I'm like, do you even know how to work on a car? Like, how yeah. am I going to get electrocuted with my arm in the friggin' tire fender? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> anyways yeah but, well uh, i know you gotta get going so we'll, we'll wrap this up here but thanks for taking this time and you know i'll be in touch with you this week as we discuss but send me that app install fox i do want to check it out yeah um, i'll send it to you right now yeah cool all right well talk to you soon awesome brother care, have a man. good have a good rest yeah. of your week thanks for having me